Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. And welcome to the Marie Menu Cherry Show. It's Boot Camp for the Soul Tuesday. We're live here in Seattle. Uh, yeah, kind of an overcast Seattle, I must admit. Although I do see some blue out there, a little bit in the middle. <laughs> but it is actually not too cold outside, though. I was I was surprised by that. I thought it was going to be kind of chilly. It's getting nicer. Yeah, it's getting nicer. So do we know what the temp is? Are we like close to the 50s? Uh, you know what? I will find out here momentarily. <laughs> that is fine. That is fine. I'm sure that... 47 degrees. 47. So yeah, we are getting close closer. Yeah. yeah. And my daffodils are very happy. So this is good. They're not croaking from the cold in late April. What yeah. about your crocuses? Are they croaking? They're gone. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. See? Yeah, those guys they are gone. They lived up to their name. Exactly. <laughs> They've moved on. They're, you know, the spring chain is, uh, the tulips are about to open up, right. and the daffodils are smiling. Wonderful. So, do you plant flowers in your yard? No? I don't, no. No? You just, do you feel like you want to throw rocks on everything? No. 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 <laughs> just mow the da- daffod- the dandelions. I'm, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I I like a no-maintenance yard, so I'm trying to plant as many ferns as possible oh, because they're native right. plants and they don't require a lot of uh, work. So And they're beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Very gorgeous. So. Yeah, I have a couple of those in my... Uh, in my yard, yeah, so I'm trying to turn my yard into fern goalie. Oh, fern goalie! I like that. <laughs> so, that's beautiful. That's what I'm hoping for. Right now, it's weed goalie, but <laughs> I'm working on it. I know. I'm telling you, for a long time, I tried to figure out how can we get dandelions to a food market, organic dandelions. Mm-hmm. You know, because I had quite an investment of them, you could say. But anyway, yeah, so that didn't happen. So today, Boot Camp for the Soul, Mm -hmm. we are talking about a manifesting challenge, which is where instead of trying to figure it all out, which I never recommend when it comes to manifesting, you want to just focus on feeling as if the final outcome have already has already happened. And as you know, this is my last day on the radio for a while live because You're I'm going to Italy holiday, on yeah. Thursday. Yeah, I'm very excited. And of course, just a smidge nervous because I'll be alone in, in two places, you know, in Florence and Cinque Terre. And then I'll meet my friends in Sicily and Andrea and I, I will move on to Rome together, which is lovely. So yeah, just a little nervous. So of course, I could focus on, okay, I have to get to that train station, then I have, you know, like all these Mm -hmm. details that most human beings do, and to make sure that you're holding your bag the right way, and you've got your passport stashed somewhere, (laughs) whatever it is that we do, right? But what I've been focusing on is, I'm already home, I had a fabulous time, and I'm saying, yay, I did it, I did it. So that's what I'm focusing on, rather than all the little details in between. Mm. Have you been studying uh, uh, Italian at all? So a a little bit, yeah. Say I, things while you're over there? Yeah, don't test me yet, Eric. I've uh, just started. But, so. The most important one, of course, grazie. Grazie, yeah. exactly. And I already know grande for I want a large coffee. Right, right yeah. You're halfway there thanks <laughs> exactly. to Starbucks, right? Yeah, exactly. You no, get a Vendi or a... Oh, there you go. Vendi, I might need one. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. yeah, so we're talking about focusing on feeling the final outcome, which is what 
people, for some reason, they have a hard time doing that. Our minds just want to figure it all out. But really, the universe is here to guide you and to support you and to bring mm-hmm. things together that you couldn't possibly imagine. You know, things that just kind of shock you, like, wow, that worked out well. And, uh, and it's not from trying to figure it out. It's from feeling the final outcome. Whatever it is that someone wants to, des- des- you know, that has desires for, they need to just focus on that. Yeah. So is there anything you're working on manifesting right now, Eric? Uh, yeah, yeah. We we've got a show coming up, uh, my oh, band, and yeah. uh, we n- normally never do cover songs. And uh, this particular one, um, we're doing all cover songs. Wow! And for some reason, I said yes to this when, <laughs> when I was asked to do it, and and so it's been like a, a kind of a stressful month trying to figure out can we do this? Blah blah blah. Can and practicing I get, these songs and practicing it, yeah. And uh, then our bass player was like, "Well, I can't make this gig. Sorry." So then I had to find somebody. Oh my gosh! Else. So it's been. Yeah, there's been a lot of that, but yeah, I've been trying to focus on how great it's going to be when we get up there and and play those cover songs as well as we can, and uh, and people are going to love it, I'm sure. Of course they will. Of course, who doesn't love live music? I do. I right. mean, whenever there's a live music thing, I I want to be there. I love live music. What's the name of your band? It's called Battersea. Battersea. Yeah, but for this gig, we're calling ourselves Battersea Sympathy Orchestra. <laughs> Battersea Sympathy Orchestra. I like that. That's beautiful. So. Yeah. That's beautiful. It'll be fun. So, you know, I think what you're focusing on is excellent, you know, having fun on stage. Mm. But maybe focus, too, if you can, the end. You're done. Everybody's thanking you, asking for autographs, <laughs> right? <laughs> Wishing that you'll make a CD of cover songs, you know. just And that feeling of feeling like, oh, my mm-hmm. gosh, we did it. We did a great job. Everyone loved it. They were entertained. They danced. They had a good time. Exciting. That's what I'm hoping for. Ah, yeah. So. so that's what we're working on here today on Bootcamp for the Soul. I believe this is challenge number nine. I'm hoping I'm right about that because that's what I called it on Facebook. You can always go to my Facebook page. Just look me up, Marie Manu Cherry, and you can be my friend. And you can go to my notes and find all the challenges, which I've been hearing from clients are extremely helpful. People do them. We do them for about two weeks, but we're going to be doing this one for three weeks because I'm going to be gone for a little while. Mm. Yeah. So we have uh, callers. So why don't we go to the phone lines? We do, but I, I want to give out the phone numbers uh, here real quick because we do have some open lines and I know some folks are eager to talk to you especially since this is your uh, last day on the air for a while right yeah okay so 425-373-5527 that's 425-373-5527 or toll free 877-825-8828 that's 877-825-8828 Eight eight two eight, and of course the Marie Manu Cherry Show will be here. It'll for be people. here. In fact, we'll have Ainsley McLeod. He will be hosting the show next mm-hmm. week, and then Dr. Sheila Den Merritt will be hosting the week after that. So you're going to exactly. have lots of fun people in house taking your calls and answering your questions. Yeah. Well, right now we've got Renee on the line calling from Issaquah. Hi, Renee. How are you? I'm great. Hi, Marie. I'm glad I caught you. We figured you were. Going off to Europe. Yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> Except for, you know what, I'm, I've decided I'm taking on a carry-on bag, which I never do. I'm a big packer. You That's know, smart, though. I know, but I'm a little nervous. I've already looked at, I haven't even put the clothes in the bag yet, and I'm looking at all the toiletries, and I'm like, yikes, this is going to be a well, tight just squeeze. just picture how many places you're going, and you're going to have to transfer that bag from each place. Seriously. I know. I think altogether I'm going to be on like six airplanes. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Thank you so much. So what can I do for you today? Um, 
my grandmother's name is Betty, and she's passed mm -hmm. on. And I've been getting the feeling that she's trying to get my attention, and mm -hmm. I'm wondering if you could see if there's anything she wants to tell me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely she is trying to get your attention, and I want to you know, ask you in a moment how you figured that out, you know, what came to you, what intuitive feelings came to you. Did she have a good sense of humor? You know, I I'm probably, I, don't, I think the last time I saw her was, as a teenager for a brief amount of time. Mm. And then before that, I knew her, you know, when I was a toddler. So I never mm -hmm. did know her. Mm. So she you, was a good partier, though. So oh, I'm good sure partier. So good there you go. Okay. That, that's that's probably because she's already made me crack up already. I mean, I haven't laughed on the air, but inside I've been giggling. And, and did she have a natural wave in her hair? I mean, it's possible she permed her hair, but there's a curl or bend or wave to her hair. Well, she did get perms all the okay. time, I, so I'm not sure if it was okay. natural. Okay, yeah. So, okay, so I'm just kind of making sure we're on the right person. So she liked to party, you said? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, she was an alcoholic, and she oh. threw lots of parties. And oh, my gosh. So she was a happy alcoholic. I, I don't know. I didn't really know her, you know, but... Um. <laughs> well, well, interesting enough, if indeed we have Grandma Betty here, which it sounds, you know, we have a... a person who's outgoing is how yes. I, you know, describe her and Very. a good sense of humor. She's, there's wave in her gray hair. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, I think we're on the right person. Okay. Um, she de she has been trying to reach you and it it's so funny because I love that you call them because it really hits our topic. It's about manifesting, manifesting. She says there's something you really, really want in your life. And she said that you even backed away from it recently because somehow it's not happening or you're disappointed or I don't know what the situation is. And she doesn't want you to give up. So is that true? Is there something like that in your life well, happening? Well, I've just been struggling with my hair and my skin and my hair is falling out. Uh -huh. <laughs> my health has been bad. And uh -huh. there's nobody more dedicated and diligent. I do everything, you know, all my supplements. Uh, you uh -huh. know, I do everything natural. And I'm just getting fatigued and trying so hard and visualizing and praying and being yeah. positive and then still being in the same place. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like that we're on, you know, I didn't know it was health related. And so how long have you been having the loss of hair? Probably the last three years, but mm -hmm. now it's really starting to, you know, I can notice it. Uh -huh. And, you know, I, I'm trying all kinds of supplements and hypnotist and yeah know. everything right yeah. Yeah. yeah so this is definitely grandma's talking to you about your health and that she's feeling your disappointment and your lack of resolve you know that mm -hmm. nothing's helping and you're doing all these wonderful things how old are you Renee? I'm 48. I'll yeah. be 48 in June. So, you know, because my first thought was you've got some hormone stuff going on. I do, yeah. yeah. And do you take any supplements for that? Any herbs? Um, yeah, well, I've been postmenopausal for a year and mm -hmm. then I didn't react good for the, you know, the natural hormone replacement. Uh -huh. So uh -huh. I just started some sterols, like plant sterols, and I tried some soy isoflavonoids and uh -huh. Just kind of making the rounds and things. Have you have you tried like Chinese herbs like um, dong quai or black cohosh? Mm, I think I tried the black cohosh. I uh -huh. haven't tried the dong quai. Well, here's what I'm going to recommend that you because because you are really smart. You're an expert at health. Sometimes though, no matter how smart and wise we are, like I was brought up in a family where. We had a pharmacy of vitamins growing up, you know, if, uh -huh. we, if we go to my mom's house, you could find any type of, you know, supplement that's ever existed, it, even all the newest and latest and greatest. So, you know, I consider myself a personal expert for myself and my family, but I'm not trained professionally, obviously. And so when I hit a road, when I hit a wall, uh -huh. then I know I need to seek help. 
you know, right. I need to have someone else. So have you tried like acupuncture with maybe some Chinese herbs? Um, I've tried acupuncture mm-hmm. and it was excruciatingly painful for some reason. We couldn't even finish the session. Oh, I'm so <laughs> and sorry. And I was shaking and trembling and everything. Uh-huh. So then I went to um, reflexology, like acupressure. Yeah, it's a great idea. So I've tried that, but mm-hmm. um, I got some bad results with the pituitary. Mm-hmm. Like they dealt it with my pituitary mm-hmm. and anytime that's stimulated, then my head just gets clogged and stopped up and mm-hmm. noisy and so I'm not getting mm-hmm. the right, you know, result with that. Right. So really nothing's, because you did step out and have, have people help you. So oh, yeah. nothing's I've working. definitely doing that. <laughs> okay. So, so here's the final thing that you have to do. And your grandmother's got the biggest smile on her face. And then something else may show up. Like you may meet an herbalist or you may find a natural path or someone that you gel with and click with. Because I think you're also very picky. And I don't think trusting's your favorite thing. And, and um, you can disagree with me, by the way. <laughs> well, I think I tend to be very positive, and so then I get excited about something, and I stick with it and do everything, and then, you know, it, after so many months, then you start going, okay, am I on the wrong road? And then you start questioning, mm-hmm. and so I feel like by nature I'm positive, but I just keep hitting walls that mm-hmm. make me question and go, okay, do I need to redirect now? Mm-hmm. And I keep redirecting after a good try of things, and it's getting, you know fatiguing. (laughs) So what I'm going to ask you to do, and then we'll go back to that conversation, because I I think that, and I'm not saying that you're not, I think you're an optimistic person as long as you're in charge. I don't think you're necessarily optimistic that other people are. I feel like this lack of trust is just how I feel. Well, Um, I definitely agree with with that. I just uh maybe haven't applied it to the health. Right. And and so that means like, you know, you're out of control, you know, like right now you're out of control. You can't fix it and you haven't found anyone else who can. So your buttons are really being pushed because you like to control. Mm -hmm. And I understand this from my own personal life. So I, I get that. So here's what you get to do. And grandma's smiling about this. You get to embrace every symptom that you have and fall in love with it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Because it's here for a reason. It's trying to teach you something you've done. I don't think there's, it's, it's like an accident that nothing's working, that even acupuncture is excruciating for you. Mm-hmm. You know, that you go and get acupressure and you start to have a lot of brain fog and discomfort and stuffiness. So, mm-hmm. so I think that, I think what's, what you're being asked to do is in your effort to learn to let go of control, you need to embrace what is challenging for you right now. And then I think you're going to get a ton of ahas and you'll get that insight that you normally get about everything else in life. And you'll know exactly what you need to do, whether that's something that you discover all on your own or through the help of someone else. But you have to stop fighting against these symptoms and embrace them. Stop trying to get rid of them and actually enjoy them because they're part of a healing process for you. You probably, when you came to earth this last time, you probably said, I really want to let go of control. I really want to. And and then maybe you said, by the time I'm 45, if I haven't learned how to do that, then hit me with a bunch of symptoms because I hate physical health issues. That's why you take such good care of yourself. Mm -hmm. That's why I do too. I really don't like to be sick. I don't like to go to the hospital. I prefer (laughs) not to see physicians. I get regular checkups. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I do all of that, but it, I prefer to be healthy because then I'm in control of my yeah, life, right? Right. So um, embrace all of this and see what happens. 
And it could take you a little while to love the hair that's in the sink or the shower or the bathroom floor and to enjoy the changes in your skin and everything else. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, I'll try that. All right. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. And your grandma's right with you. Oh, thank you, Marie. All right. Have a great day. (laughs) Bye-bye. So we're going to take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. It's Tuesday, Boot Camp for the Soul. And if you want to give us a call, you can. We've got some lines open at 425-373-5527. That number again is 425-373-5527. Or toll free at 887, or rather, I'm sorry, 877-825-8828. That's where those 88s are. (laughs) 877-825-8828. We'll be right back. ever wondered who you were in a past life? Did you know that our past lives play a pivotal role in who we are today? We'll come learn about your past lives at Marie's Past Life Integration Workshop, Saturday, July 23rd, from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Courtyard by Marriott on Lake Union. In this day-long interactive workshop, Marie will share her interpretation of your past lives and offer healing techniques to serve as a catalyst for positive change in this lifetime. Sign up online at energyintuitive.com or call Marie's office at 425-825-5671 to register. Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. There's an exciting new astrology hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. And visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. You're listening to Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. And welcome to the Rain Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in beautiful, kind of overcast with some beautiful blue sneaking in Seattle. And I'm here for a couple more days before I fly off. I'm going to be in Paris first. I have a direct flight to Paris and then I'll have a layover for a few hours. So oh, I'm, fantastic. I know. I'm so excited. I'm like going to, at first I was like three hours in Paris. Of course, I, I haven't flown overseas. I mean, mm-hmm. I've only gone to Mexico. My kids have all been overseas, right? right? And they're like, um, that's nothing, mom. <laughs> <laughs> and then they tell me about their layovers in Germany. like five, seven hours. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm going to like listen to French and order great coffee and pastry and just kind of soak it in. Mm. Yeah. And find my connecting flight. You know, that that's always the challenge. That's important too. Yeah. Now you can say, I've been to Paris. Exactly. I didn't go out of the airport, but I've been there. Charles de Gaulle, you know, (laughs) but I was there. Exactly. So yeah, I, I think I'll find my connecting flight first, then go get coffee and a pastry and then just sit there so I don't miss my flight. 
Good idea. So we're talking about challenge number nine, which is all about feeling the final outcome if you're manifesting. And so for our last caller, that also means after she's done embracing Mm -hmm. that she needs to learn to feel that everything's perfect and well and her hair is all grown back and her skin looks gorgeous. And then all the perfect people and circumstances just come right in to make it all happen. It's amazing. So who else do we have on the the phone lines? Well, we're going to talk to another Marie in Bellevue right now. Great. Hi, Marie. How are you? Hi, I'm doing great, and I'm looking forward to chatting with you for a little bit. You are really doing great, aren't you? You know, I'm feeling good today. Yeah, you are. Your auric field is nice and open. I mean, okay, so that's the first thing I saw, is that your auric field is nice and open. Your seventh chakra is open, so I don't know if you've been studying more spirituality than normal or you had some cool spiritual experiences or whatnot, but all of that looks good. Then I start to look at the rest of your chakras. I'm like, okay, not everything's a happy camper, but overall things are better, right? Yeah. Yeah. So do you, and I think I already know the answer to this question, but do you do any work on your chakra system at all? No, not really. I, um, you know, I consider myself a spiritual person mm-hmm. and I really um, spent some time over the last few days kind of recentering myself oh, good. and um, feel kind of some, some rebirthing, some energy coming back to me. Good. That uh, I, I've just been really caught up with taking care of other people and other things, and my own body's been. I've been having kind of a fight with my. Um, I feel like my spirit is really strong, but it gets um, worn out by my body. Yeah, abs. I think you, what a great diagnosis. You did such a great job. I mean, you've got this gorgeous aura. The seventh vortex is nice and open, but the rest of your chakras are more contracted. Some are spinning a little backwards or kind of gray. And I think I think you're a very sensitive person, and you take everything so personally, you know, and you just like suck it into your energy system and your body. And I don't recommend that. I think you need to start caring quite a bit less for others. I know that sounds really mean and, and it you know, it's not like we want what we want to do with the rest of the world. We wanna be compassionate and and hope that everyone is equal throughout the world and people are fed and we don't have wars, but you are so sensitive you take it all to heart. And then you end up running it in your chakra system and then it actually is hard on your own body. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, so you have to stop worrying about people. And and also, you also have family, and I'm assuming this is from your first family, like perhaps siblings or cousins, but some of them aren't very nice. And I, I don't mean to be disrespectful for your to your family, by the way. No, I it, it, that's true. In fact, um, with my own, it's, it's very challenging, but my own mother, mm-hmm. I've kind of had to... Um, put some distance there because I will want to retrust her and mm-hmm. give her more of a um, piece of my life. And every time it puts me into a spin and it's not a healthy, not a healthy place. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's sad that um, I just have to, I need to remain uh, true to that. I so agree. Cause, cause as you create this distance from whom, whomever in your life who is unkind to you or disrespectful or whatever it is, right? Um, Then you get to power your energy in a different way so that when you do have to spend time with them or you choose to, you're able to maintain your energy system. So it's really good to have that separateness, that disconnect. It's actually very healthy for you. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. It's really a struggle. I I know. It's the guilt. It is 
total guilt. Yeah. And I, um, you know, I'm really trying to live my life in a different way with my own daughter. And mm-hmm. I um, think that's great. But it's just, uh, yeah, I just, it's, it's not respecting, I guess, my individuality yeah. and my uniqueness. Right. It's competitive. I, when I look at your relationship, your mother competes with you for some oh, reason. Very good. Yeah. You're very good. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's my job, but thank you. Well, well, it's it's one of those things. It's like some people, and again, I mean, no disrespect to your mother. We're just looking at sure. facts, right? No, we're just yeah. We're just looking at facts. Some people don't mature past junior high emotionally. You know, mm-hmm. and so then they get stuck and then they don't get therapy or they don't get therapy that works for them. Or, you know, I, I could say a whole bunch of other things, um, yep. but I'm just not going to. Um, and and so then they don't know how to mature their emotions. So they don't have great coping mechanisms. They're, yeah. re- they're really back in eighth True. grade. Yeah. And, and then here you are, you know, your emotions are beyond that. And so then you can't understand why someone who's older than you and who's a parent of yours mm-hmm. is unkind. And so then you blame yourself, which I'm sure you did for years and took responsibility. Mm-hmm for it. Now you no longer do that, which is great. Um, and so the, pro- the probability of your mother figuring this out is kind of low. Yep. However, the more you respect yourself and honor yourself and do what's in your best interest, that actually gives her more of an opportunity because she might check in and go, wow, she doesn't even hang out with me anymore. What's up? And then she may ask a friend or one of your, her other children who might be able to steer her in a direction that allows her to open up and reevaluate and then maybe show up in your life differently, but no guarantees on that, which is fine. It's okay. Yeah. It's perfectly fine. Yeah. yeah. So, th- so please don't feel guilty. This is excellent for you, and you're helping her in the long run. You know, showing up and being unhappy doesn't help her to grow. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So, so, and this could be something the two of you agreed upon way before you came to Earth. She could have said, "Gosh, I keep getting stuck in, you know, in." teenage emotions and I don't seem to move beyond that and, and, th- and then you're going to say yeah and I, I'm i definitely going to move beyond that so let's hook up together but I need to work on like maybe you said I need to work on personal power and she'll go okay yeah so I'll kind of sabotage you and you'll teach me about <laughs> seriously you'll teach I don't know that's a word I'm just laughing because <laughs> you're like hitting I'm like okay yeah that's what my husband tells me your mom oh. is sabotaging again get away from her away. and bless your husband what a great guy because he's very respectful to your family. He, mm-hmm. he treats everyone with respect, but at the same time, he's completely honest with you. And this isn't, so many people think that because you're born to someone or a group of people, yeah. you have to be loyal to them and s- sacrifice your own needs. And I'm like, what the heck is that? Are these, you know, you, you want to surround yourself always with people who are loving, compassionate, your cheerleaders, you feel the same for them. That's family. The other yeah, part isn't. Yeah. yeah. So um, please give your husband a hug for me. He's doing a great job. Listen to his advice. Yep. I found that he's very intuitive, and mm-hmm. um, I kind of have a stupid, stubborn, rebellious sometimes <laughs> with <laughs> well, intuitiveness, and I will just... Well, you know, we're taught that this is a social thing. And look at other cultures who would never say anything even unkind to a relative. <laughs> Ever, you know, and and would always apologize for anything, even if it was never even their fault. So, you know, you live in a better culture for that. Um, But I I think your husband adores you. And so he can see you very clearly and the parts that are hard for you. And he doesn't want you to go through that. So good job. Thanks. 
I just would love to know why am I not getting a job, though? <laughs> I mean, to be with Ziki, maybe, I mean, it's been good. It's been a mixed blessing. Being on unemployment <laughs> is not good. I'm not being able to pay bills like I'd like to. It's not been good. But I have physically been able to right. care for my family. Yeah. for some other things. Well, but... you were tired, too. You were pretty worn out. And, you know, yeah. for a lot of people who've been laid off, um, I think it's been it's been an opportunity, a, a perfect opportunity if you don't get too caught up in the worry and you have been able to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. It's a great time to build those adrenal glands and relax and recharge. You may never get this opportunity again. Sure. So try to look at it at that. You are definitely going to get a job. There's no doubt in my mind, probably as soon as next month. Mm-hmm. So enjoy it. Yeah, that's what I've started to kind of look back and say, wow, but I had a gift and a sense to be there for some other things that Amazing. were going on. Amazing. What a gift. Thank you so much. Give oh. your hubby a hug. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. You really, <laughs> I needed that before Mother's Day. I think really, all that Mother's guilt business. So. Yeah, happy Mother's Day. Thanks. All righty. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, let's talk to Maureen in Port Orchard now. Hi, Maureen. How are you? Hello. Um, I started calling about because, um, oh, several months ago, I to my naturopath, I wasn't feeling real well. We did some allergy tests, and I got that I'm way allergic to milk and eggs. And, and so have you stopped eating them? Oh, yes. Good. Oh, yes. But the and, um, they found some other things, which uh-huh. I'm doing really well with, but I don't, I can't smell anything anymore. Oh. And, and, did and you- <laughs> I went to a lavender farm. Oh. And they said, "Isn't that smell nice?" And I looked around and said, "I wouldn't know." <laughs> and my in my job, I really should be able to smell better than I do, and it's just a little frustrating. Uh-huh. But my taste doesn't seem to have changed. I mean, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I can taste food, uh-huh. and um, I feel like the the sinuses are just a little bit swollen, but they're not really bothersome. They don't hurt. I and did they used to hurt? No, huh. never. I've. It's only been recently. Mm-hmm. I think the lack of smelling has probably become on gradual. Uh huh. But... Well, well, here's the thing about milk. Um, you know, milk, eggs, cheese. They tend to be more congestive causing foods so they tend Mm -hmm. to irritate the sinuses so i find it interesting that you go off of it and that's when you had a bigger noticeable problem with your with the sense of smell correct correct okay and um one of the things i noticed is that um oh during the winter i'll get two or three colds Uh and before i went off milk i had horrible chest congestion Uh uh-huh and as soon as I got off of it, I would have a couple of little sinus colds, and they'd be gone. Right. So I thought, wow, that was, but then I don't smell anything. I, I think it's temporary. You know, I think that what you're feeling in your sinuses right now, I think you actually did have more problems than you realized. You got comfortable with the feeling. That's what happens for people who all of a sudden their doctor says, gosh, could you eat less gluten because you're having digestive issues? And people go, really? No, I'm fine. And then they stop eating gluten. Then they eat a piece of gluten or, you know, something, and then all of a sudden, and they have a, a really bad stomach ache. They were, we get numb to our symptoms when we keep eating food that's irritating to us. And we get in this inflammatory process, we get so inflamed that we can't actually feel the discomfort. Most people are walking around, not most, but a lot of people, fairly toxic, not very healthy. I think your sense of smell is going to come back. I mean, I hear she's going to get it at like... A hundred percent, I feel like you're going to get your sense. Maybe you won't get a hundred percent back, but I feel like you're going to get what you had at least. Um, probably in about 
before the end of the year, like by by the time the holidays are coming, I'm I'm hoping this is correct. Um, I'm that you're going to be able to smell cinnamon, you know, inside a pot mm-hmm. that you're cooking some apple cider with or something of that nature. So I would stay on the diet and really look for hidden sources of milk and eggs. You yeah, know, that's, uh, that I can't. I can definitely tell a difference with the milk. Mm-hmm. I went off eggs for a long time, and then he said, go ahead and try two of them and see if you notice a difference. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't notice anything. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, I didn't know. I wouldn't go back. I wouldn't go yeah. back on eggs. You know, just very sparingly, since you didn't have a reaction, just very sparingly, I, I would not go back on them. Because you're not healed yet. You know, it okay. takes years to create oh. toxins in the body. And it can take... A year, at least, of being very diligent and taking good care of oneself to build up one's immune system. At least a year. It could take longer. You know, people think it's such an easy thing. I'll just go off this for a few weeks or a month or whatever, and I'm fine. No, it took years to create the problem. It's going to take a while for it to go away. Okay. Would a neti pot? Yeah, that's a great idea. Perfect. (laughs) Smart idea. And here's what I think is going to happen is that you've been blocking your third eye for a while because the third eye governs your senses. And so you're being forced now, since you have lost temporarily the sense of smell, you're being forced to actually utilize your third eye more. And what I'm being told and what your third eye keeps telling me, your sixth chakra, is that you don't want to because you don't want to see certain things about other people. You would just prefer to be kind of blind and assume that everybody is great and not know things about other people. And now I think your sinuses are forcing your vision, if you will, your intuition to give you more information about people in general. Oh, that's mm-hmm. interesting because I, I try to see the good in people, but, um, you know, I try not to be negative. Yeah, and, and it's not about being negative. It's really about seeing the whole picture. Oh, okay. okay. Seeing the whole picture. So just ask. That could be your new mantra. Please let me see the whole picture of whatever it is that you're looking at at the moment, a person or a situation. Okay. Oh. Okay, so I should give the sinuses issue a little longer. Yes, absolutely. Okay. We're not done yet. Yeah. <clears throat> no. <laughs> okay. Thank you it so is, much. Yeah, and it is hard to when you go out to dinner. It to is. Check what's on the menu, and it's not much. Right. No, there is. Everything has cheese or something. Yeah, absolutely. And I end up usually getting salads because I don't know what's in the menu, but it does make life a little tricky. It does. Thank you so much for calling. Have a beautiful day. We're going to take another break here on the Remenu Cherry Show. We'll be right back with Boot Camp for the Soul Tuesday. The Healing from Within, Supporting a Healthy Brain DVD is now available for purchase. Marie and Dr. Sheila Dunn-Merritt's third DVD covers the human brain in its entirety. They describe the brain as being a universe filled with multi-sensory abilities. Learn why neurotransmitters and serotonin levels can affect your mood. Gain knowledge about what vitamins and minerals are imperative to healthy aging. Exercises and meditations are included. If you haven't picked up your copy of the first two DVDs on detoxification or heart health, they're available online at www.energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. The Gary Mance Show, it's the home of mastery and mystery. On Manson Mitchell in the morning, Saturday at 10, Ellen Whitehurst, a former Wall Street whiz kid, walked away from the world of high finance and into a life of spiritual teaching and 
healing. Then at 11, Reverend Nirvana Gale, a close associate of Dr. Michael Beckwith, is deeply and passionately committed to global transformation. Hear more about his driving dream in our second hour. That's Manson Mitchell in the morning, Saturday at 10, followed by The Gary Mance Show at 11 Pacific. If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to do so. Become Marie's friend on Facebook or follow her on Twitter. Check out Marie's new website. It has a whole new look and added features like Chakra of the Month and a live Twitter feed. Sign up for Marie's free newsletter. Each quarter, she writes an in-depth article in response to Dear Marie questions. Email Marie if you'd like your question to be answered in an upcoming edition. For more information, visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com, or call 425-825-5671. Join Marie once a quarter in 2011 for her new Thursday evening class, Stepping Into Consciousness. This two-hour-long seminar will teach you how to positively live in this reality and how to reawaken yourself from the dreamlike state where most of us humans reside. Come interact with like-minded people and you may even receive a mini-reading. Upcoming Stepping Into Consciousness classes will be held on May 19th, August 18th, and October 20th from 7 to 9 p.m. at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. Want to hear something different from talk radio? The choice is clear. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in kind of sort of blue sky, overcast, not quite warm yet, Seattle. (laughs) <laughs> we're, we're getting there. Yeah, we are. We are. I'm not wearing socks, so that's a good sign. Yeah. And so, Eric, you have a question, one of the ones that we get in from the email. Yeah, this question actually comes from Joni. Joni says, Dear Marie, thank you for your service to so many. I appreciate your radio shows and have attended two classes. One of the classes was about the other side, where you conducted a reading which was so uplifting, comforting, encouraging, and so much more meaningful to me than I can possibly say. Oh, thank you, Joni. So sweet. Soon it'll be one year since my father passed over, and I miss him so much. Also, I feel quite sad and hurt about the ensuing family feud as it relates to the settlement of the family trust. Last night, I was in a deep sleep and found myself talking to my father at my bedside. Mm-hmm. It seemed as though he was leaning over me, checking me with concern and offering comfort. I said, what's going on? Then my husband thought I was talking to him, and I said, Dad, just stop by for a visit. Aww. About 30 minutes later, after taking our 13-year-old Cocker Spaniel out, I was placing our dog back at the foot of our bed, and as, I, as soon as I placed him down, there was a sudden flash of energy that emanated from my fingertips. I'm sure that all of this is related to my dad wanting to communicate with me and vice versa. In the months ahead, I will face more legal battles in connection with the settlement of the family trust, as well as a direct attempt from certain family members who would like to make me feel badly. My question is, what kind of advice, encouragement, or understanding can you share with me at this time? I feel like the vision of my dad is very timely and know that he's trying to comfort me. I worry about my siblings and also have other concerns in general about the many difficult choices I know I must face and value your insight. Thanks again for your healing light. 
to many, and I look forward to your response. Warmly, Joni. Oh, that's very sweet. Yeah, that's definitely her dad um, visiting her. He's apologizing because somehow he wasn't clear enough. At least that's his interpretation. He wasn't clear enough. He didn't set enough rules. He made the wrong person the executor or who knows what. A lot of times I, I see people feel very sad or uncomfortable once they've passed after they've written a will and they see all the fallout from it. And, you know, I, I just wish that everybody could just get along, divide things equally. Who cares? It's just money, for God's sake. And it is kind of the way that people say, I love you. You know, especially some generations, they would prefer to work really, really hard, save a lot of money, invest well, give it all to their kids. And that's kind of their way of saying, I love you so much. And um, I really think that um, Joni, your father, is upset about what's happening. He's sorry that the brunt of the fallout is falling on you. And he is taking responsibility about it. So somehow he wasn't clear enough because he he knows his kids and he knows that he has some honorary ones, too. Um, who uh, I keep seeing this picture in my head of one of my girlfriends who's a nurse, actually. And um, she was actually written out of the will when her mother died. Her lovely brother didn't care and divided the money with her. So, you know, your dad knew that there were some Henri folks. Uh, I'm not exactly sure of all the circumstances, but, yeah, he's wishing that he had been very clear and he's sorry that you're having to go through this. And I do think it's going to be somewhat of a challenge. And what I would prefer that you do focus on how much you love your father, how much he loves you. Obviously he's trying to show you that try not to get all caught up in all this money, arguing, dividing stuff. When we pass over, none of that matters. Believe me, even your credit score means nothing once you leave the earth realm. Seriously. So uh, try to focus on the things that are most important. Be kind and loving to yourself And think of the final outcome. Get excited. You know, and I think the best final outcome is that everyone feels good. Maybe not yoo-hoo about it because I think there's going to be some challenges. But everyone feels good. You can walk away at peace. That's how I would like for you to feel. So focus on feeling that and see if that helps with all the process in the meantime. So those are my ideas and best of luck to you. Your dad will be with you the whole time. So who do we have on the phone? Let's talk to Veronica now, calling from Renton. Hi, Veronica. How are you? Oh, hello. Hit me by surprise. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know you were next. No. <laughs> Thanks for waiting, well, too. I so appreciate so it. For, yes. for all you do. Yeah. And, oh, and by the way, you. Amy Sue, you're going to be next. <laughs> Just want to give her a heads Just up. Just get a heads up. I think yeah. that's a great idea. So, Veronica, yeah. what can I do for you? Well, you know. I have to figure out where to start. <laughs> okay. I, I have, I'm zooming in on just one thing. Not, not okay, great. thank you. I appreciate uh, it, that. Yeah, career. Ah. Actually, yes. Are you still working? I am. Could you retire? No. No? Unless my new endeavor works out well. Oh, because you're really meant to retire now. And, and I don't mean that by age. I don't know exactly how old you are. But what I'm being told is that you have worked your whole life. You've worked very hard. And that's how I feel. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I'm reading. And and so, yes, the new endeavor or whatever it is that you're working on, yes, the goal needs to be that you work less, that you get more free time, that there's, you can go travel if you want to. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, you got that right. Okay. So, work less, make more. 
Yes. I love that. That Yes. I haven't had that motto. I used to have that motto. I need to work on that again because I'm working as definitely as much as the money that I'm creating. So I need to work on that. So, um, so and that's I, how I see it. I see it more as a retirement rather than... Good. Yeah. Good. So f- focus on the final outcome. It already happened. Your endeavor worked out fabulously. You're able to quit the job you have right now. You can sleep in. You can travel. You'll still work, which is good. I mean, you like to work, but we don't want you to work too much. No, no. You're like a few hours a day, maybe... You know, one day, yeah, maybe one day you have to work a full day, but it's leisure and you can do it in your pajamas if you need to, or a coffee shop or whatever, you know, it's not um, a lot of hard work. So focus on the final outcome and you know how focused you can be and you focus on details. So that's going to be the challenge for you. Instead of thinking about how to get from A through Z, you just want to feel Z. Okay. I've written it down and put a little cloud around it. Good, good. So you're right on track. This is your life purpose. It, I, that's how I feel. Yeah, you're absolutely right on track. So that means the universe is here to support you. So focus on Z. Okay. So okay. I, was, I was wondering if, if there were any hurdles I needed to be watchful of, but I uh, in the next day six months. I, I think focusing on the Z because you are right. you are such a focused person. All right. And so you know it's. You know, how can we get you to not think about every detail and worry about it and stress out about how can we just get you to be in that joyful place that it all worked out and you're in your pajamas and you (laughs) you just poured yourself a fresh decaf coffee or Uh whatever it is, something healthy, semi-healthy, and that you're planning your trip to Bora Bora. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for calling in. You are a blessing. Have a great day. All right. Bye-bye. All right, as I promised, here's Amy Sue. Hi, Amy Sue. How are you? Hi, Marie. Thank you for taking this call. And sure. I really enjoyed uh, a couple calls ago what you were telling the woman about her family and mom sounded so much like me. Ah. So, what do you do about that? Um, take it in and use it for myself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Sometimes uh, when I'm in social situations, I feel like I need to explain about (laughs) my family because in our society, it's like we're supposed to come from a happy family of origin. Right, right. Well, here's what I think, because I I don't really socialize a lot with my own first family. Uh, My father has passed on, so he's on the other side, but he wasn't a big part of our family either. I surround myself with people who get me. And who, if I say that I don't really want to hang out with family members, they go, oh, okay. And they understand. So they may have a similar experience or or they are just conscious enough that they understand that wave of thinking. So I think it's really important that who whomever you socialize with, you know, on, at least on a regular basis, that there are people who are like-minded and who can support your decision. And go, yeah, I understand, or I'm sorry to hear that. And did you have fun anyway during the holidays? Which, of course, I make sure that I do have fun. I surround myself with people that I really want to spend the holidays with. And I've just attracted people that are supportive of me. So I'm going going to um, allow more of that into my life because they are supportive. So I've I've got that covered. Oh, I'm so proud of you because I I know that's a little bit of a challenge. So thank you so much for doing that. Yeah, I'm happy that they're there. 
Yeah. They're right outside me, and I just and they've all let me know, and so now I'm going to incorporate them. So I'm 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 pleased that they're there, and thank the Lord for that they're yes. there. Yes, especially now at this time, I really need them. Well, and here's kind of the bigger picture about the whole thing. I think that when we choose challenging family members, or really the whole thing is is when we choose people who have a hard time nurturing us, right? Because that's really the bottom line. I think before we come to earth, I think we know that we have a hard time as individuals being nurtured. It's not easy for us to be nurtured. And, and, and we may not know that once we hit earth, but when we're in outside of the earth plane, we're like, oh, I don't think I want family that's too nurturing because that's kind of annoying to me or it's irritating or I don't know how to take it in or whatever. So we purposely choose people maybe so that we'll learn how to nurture ourselves because that's really the best kind of nurturing that we can get. And when we allow ourselves to be, to be self-nurturing, then we can allow people who can nurture us into our life. So that sounds like what's happened. You know, you weren't able to get it from home. Either was I, so I completely understand. And then you learned how to nurture yourself. Congratulations. Yay. And now you're able to let other people nurture you. So in the grand scheme of things, we can even take our family off the hook. And we don't have to blame. We can see that there's some divine, amazing you know, perspective of what happened before we got here. Because I do believe we choose our family. And that allows us to then have um, a clean connection to our family line, even if we don't hang out with them. You know, it's, it's no more about frustration or anger. It's just about, wow, I must have chose that for an incredible reason. Okay? Well, you know, I, d- I did want to call about um, looking at my um, half physically, looking at my, uh, I've been wondering if I need, I, because of my traumatic childhood and I mm-hmm. did experience five deaths, Mm-hmm. 11 months, it was in July of 2008 to December 2009, and it brought me into chronic migraines. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't had uh, dairy products or fermented things or foods or processed foods for like a year and three months. And just a m- month ago, I started with kefir, and I could still, like, taste the cowhide. I, but I took kefir because I know I need to start putting like all those good probiotics back in mm-hmm. my system. Mm-hmm. So I've been having kefir, and I know because of the, the, that I've seen a neurologist that those five deaths are considered traumatic uh-huh. in such a short period of time. Right. So I'm photophobic because of the chronic migraines. I'm coming back into the light, which is, it's been a slow process, but I'm, I'm healing. And I wondered if you could look in, into my body system and tell me, I know the adrenals have been... Yeah, th- that's the big one for you. But you are getting better. That's you, You're taking, you know, like how you said, you're, you're able to see a little bit more into light, but you're actually taking more light into your body. Yes, I am. You know, and it's also about those five deaths. It's looking at the bigger picture about it and not taking it personally. When people die, it has nothing to do with us. It's their time to go. They're done evolving here on Earth, and they need to go be somewhere else to evolve. So again, you know, I think what's going to help you in your healing, just like with your first family, is not to take it personally, not to have it be a hurtful experience upon yourself, but rather a learning experience, something to teach you more about yourself so that you can fall in love with yourself more deeply. And thank you so much for calling in. So, wait, do you, so you don't see, like, how do I help my adrenals? I've been taking red um, red sage tea, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I have 
I went to a herb store to get this uh, Rossiana, which helps with the adrenals. So, but is there something more I can do, or do I need some more enzymes? What what I got was that you are doing great, that you are taking excellent care of yourself and that you're improving and getting better and better every day. So I would just keep on the plan, keep listening to yourself. You're making excellent decisions. Just let naturally my body will yeah. heal itself. Right. So there's nothing more. I am starting nothing that to I can see. better. Yeah, good for you. Congratulations. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a good day. All right, let's talk to Elaine now in Renton. Hi, Elaine. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you for taking my call. Oh. I love your show. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad you like it. What can I do for you? Um, I have a 15-year-old daughter, and I feel there's something going on with her. I, <laughs> yeah. I usually can get it out of her, oh. but she's uh, pretty mum right now. And Yeah, she's I, kind of mischievous, isn't she? Uh, yeah, she's, she's a handful. Does she rem- were you like that when you were younger? I don't know. I had the nickname Elaine the Pain. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have, like, no memories of teenagehood or? Oh, I, no, I followed all the rules and everything. Oh, okay, so you were not like her then. Because she's mischievous, your daughter is. Yeah, I know. Okay. I try and be ahead of her, but there's no way. <laughs> well, I think that she's probably outrun your intuition now because she's doing things that you and I'm not seeing anything bad, by the way. I'm not seeing actual pictures, but I am. One of my daughters confessed to me a couple years ago something that she was doing a little bit younger than your daughter. I'm like, oh, my God, I had no idea. <laughs> you know? And I, I was kind of mischievous. I, I did quite a bit as a teenager, so I thought that I would know if my kids were acting out or doing things that they shouldn't be that were unsafe. But, um, yeah, I had no clue. So here's what you need to do. And if maybe you've already done this, but I don't, I'm not really sure. Um, I think that um, bribery and uh, bartering with kids is an excellent parenting tool, by the way. I'm sure a psychologist would disagree with me. So does your daughter have a cell phone? Yes. Okay. She does not have texting anymore. Okay. Excellent. You are doing a good job. (laughs) She's going to get it back at the end of school if she does certain things. Okay. And and it keeps moving out. Okay. Okay. So, (laughs) So here's another of those certain things that she reports back to you honestly that she is where she says she's going to be, that she comes home for her curview or whatever's going on, because you've got an, an, an mother intuitive nine feeling, and I think you're absolutely right. I don't know I mean, exactly what it is, but I know it's not something you want her to be doing. So, <sighs> so guess what? She doesn't get a cell phone if she's not doing those things that we just talked about. Okay. Okay. And if she doesn't hand it over, because you know she's strong-willed, this kid. She's adorable, by the way. She's strong-willed. Then you just call the cell phone company, and you have them disconnect her phone line temporarily. Oh, we did that with the texting. Okay. So, <laughs> because you know, your daughter likes to push it. You know, she likes to push it to the level of, you guys can't control me. And, oh, definitely. And you guys need to reel her in a little bit. She's only home for three more years, and then she's off to college. So, well, is she uh, hanging out with kids that are yes. bad influence? Yes, and and I'm seeing some. Okay, I, I don't don't mean to say this on the air, but I see some alcohol involved. Now, that's not unusual for a 15 year old to drink, if indeed that's happening. But I think you want to reel her in because yes, I don't, I don't, I'm not happy with who she's hanging out with. I think she's doing some risk taking, and mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I think that cell needs to become your personal property. Um. Um. How do I go about getting her away from these 
undesirables. Well, you know, so she needs to check in with you frequently, tell you where she is, be where, so you're going to have to check up on her, is she where she says she is, coming home at the appropriate time, not hanging out with people that that you've identified aren't good for her, and if she doesn't, no cell phone, then maybe no computer, you know, keeps, keep taking things away, and it works really well, especially for your daughter. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for calling in. Have a beautiful day. Okay, thank you. Best of luck. Uh Uh-huh. All right. Well, this is my last day for a few weeks. Ainsley McLeod will be in next week. He will be live on the air taking phone calls. I believe he's interviewing a surprise guest, so that's going to be really fun. And then the week after that, Dr. Sheila Denmerritt will be in-house. Have a fantastic time. Thank you. Thank you. And happy Mother's Day to everyone because I won't be here for Mother's Day. Joyful blessings. Bye-bye for now.